thanks for clicking you tuned in the time in with me ricardo lungus with me as always a man who hates the flintstones tommy crenshaw how you doing tommy dad yeah the, the, yeah who likes the flintstones that's the, 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 the seriously when you're a kid back then like you always want to look for the future justice with the show it was the future Nobody want to go look at like, oh, how did grandpa survive? Which uh, he had a pencil for a stick that he had to jab into his arm, and use blood for ink. Oh, that's a great time. I want to look back on that. And also, they teach kid uh, kids bad history that uh, they had garbage disposals made of some like hyena uh, triceratops creature. Uh, get out of here with this garbage. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, the Jetsons were where it's at. So the future, that's what we're looking for. That's why we like sports, because we're, we're, uh, we're advanced in sports. Go forward, not backwards, unless you like some teams that played uh, this uh, this weekend. So I'm not trying to jump ahead there. Yeah, you're jumping ahead a little bit. You know, I got another guy to introduce, and, and that guy is the man who hates Scooby-Doo. And that's Anthony North. How you doing, Anthony? Hey, I'm I'm, I'm doing great, Ricardo. Uh, Scooby Doo's the dumbest cartoon that there's ever been. I, actually, you know, he's a sinister guy. Uh, there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of illegal activity that goes on on that show. Uh, and uh, and I thought it was bad. I mean, I just think it's bad for the kids. I, I don't think you should lie to children. Uh, you know, there's no dog out there uh, that that's gonna solve a problem for you. Uh, all they're gonna do is is run you out of health and home and eat everything in sight. Uh, pee on your couch, uh, and probably tear down your front door when a squirrel goes by. And I just, I just, uh, have a lot of feelings about Scooby Doo, but uh, I'm glad you put it out there so everybody knows, you know, that, that, that show should be banned from the airwaves and the, and the internet. No more Scooby Doo. It's, it's canceled. Uh, I'm sure he made a lot of inappropriate comments he shouldn't have made, uh, when he was inebriated, uh, and he should be taken off. Of everything uh, in, on this planet. Yeah, and, and it was a travesty of sports because you're teaching kids that the Harlem Globetrotters are actual ball players. And get out of here with the garbage. Here, kids, here's your introduction to basketball. Let me throw it in this guy's face. That's why these kids go to the hospital with basketball wounds because kids are throwing it in their face, thinking it's going to come back and they're going to score a goal. Get out of here with this garbage. Scooby Doo, thank you for injuring the children of America. You know, I'm, I, I'm a little taken aback. I, y'all are more angry about these uh, cartoons than I thought you were going to be. You know, I mean, I, I, I knew y'all didn't like them, but then we come up here and you're talking about all this, you know, just, just the pure hate and rage. It's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. I tell you, it's, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just because the sports, you're bringing up the worst sports cartoons of all time because you ever see the Flintstones play football with, with big stones? That's why they, they have a small population because they're killing everybody playing the game. There was no Teddy Roosevelt back then to step in and say, hey, guys, invent the Fort Bass. Fort Bass ended up getting more guys killed because then they started throwing animal bones and stupid. They were just uh, People were just stupid back then. I don't know how we, we came from those people. I don't think we did. I think we were, yeah. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Not getting into some science fiction talk here. Hey yo, this ain't an uh, episode of uh, uh, yo ancient aliens. We we got sports talking that talks about you know, and and, yeah. and speaking of stupid decisions, there's been a lot of stupid decisions this past weekend when it comes to college footballs and the decisions people have made on the field. Uh, anybody got a, a good uh, example? Yeah, yeah. Well, who's the who's the guy that caught the uh the, the on the uh, fair catch on the one yard line? Who's that guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the guy from Abilene Christian. 
See, see, that's what I, I said. It was a no name team that was going to be a name team, even though that name team isn't that big of a name. They beat Missouri. I mean, uh, Missouri beat them. I mean, you know, that be beating Missouri. I mean, I thought they, they could have done that easily, but yeah, he called for the fair catch and then he called it on the one yard line on his one yard line. Uh, which is one of the dumbest things I do believe I ever seen in sports. I mean, yeah, come on. You're, you're being tough on this kid. He was he was doing what he was supposed to do. Coach said, uh, you know, whenever you see the ball coming, uh, you know, our return game's rough. Everyone that knows Abilene Christian's got a terrible punt return game. Uh, just just call the fair catch. Yeah, what is all on a coaching though? If you if you tell a kid, you know, fair catch it. I mean, this kid would have would have fair caught it anywhere. You know, I mean, just uh, basically, you know, if, if he had uh, no one on the field, he was going to fair catch that football. So you can't blame him. I mean, uh, the one yard line. I mean, yeah, it could have been the 30. It could have been the five. Uh, he was just going to fair catch it anywhere. So I blame Abilene Christian. Bad, bad coaching. Uh, you you got to be uh, one of the worst coach teams out there. Uh, next to Troy. Uh, I, would, I would say Troy football. Uh, they, they they just wrote the book on how to lose a game. Uh, and, and Sun and that was Belt battles, what that was. Sun Belt battle. Uh, the Sun Belt's been killing folks uh, at least last week. And now they try to kill themselves, it seems like. I mean, I mean, I don't mean to be insensitive on anything, but I'm just saying the Sun Belt kind of took down the Sun Belt, at least in this game. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree completely. I mean, basically the Sun Belt's the SEC of football because everybody knows the SEC's trash and it's down bad this year. Uh, you just, you can watch a couple of games we'll talk about it in a minute, but, uh, but look, Sun Belt is, is out there just destroying each other, cannibalizing, uh, destroying everyone in their, in their path. Unfortunately, it's the each, you know, it's each other. Uh, but look, uh, Troy out here, uh, with a, a four point lead with a minute left in the game decides they don't like four point lead. They like two-point leads. So they take an intentional safety uh, just so that they can only be uh, up by less than a field goal. And then they decide to weakly kick the ball on the uh, free kick. Uh, look, App State throws three incomplete passes, and they're still at midfield. This is how you lose a football game. I mean, you you basically say, uh, whatever you want, you can do it. Uh, and the, look, the people in Boone, North Carolina, a uh, bunch of Scooby-Doo fans out there. Uh, but... Everybody on that field, everybody on that field jumped in a duck pond after that game to try to get the stink of Troy football coaching off of them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, how do you think uh, a, a jumbo fisherman uh, thinks about this one here? Because, you know, he gets excited getting the win against Miami. We're back in track. Well, guess what happened to the team that beat you last week? They almost lost to a cartoon like that's going back to cartoons. Like they lost to like, like what they think they're back in prehistoric times, giving themselves the name of Troy. They're gonna come and conquer. Well, there's a reason why Troy doesn't exist. Nobody says I'm going to, to vacation at Troy, where all the great things happen. Like that's, I mean, where even is Detroit in the United States? You're naming it after a city that doesn't even exist anymore. You might as well like Atlanta did it too. They named after Atlantis. That's why uh, Georgia Tech is never really in the news. Uh, but Athens is still a big city. That's why Georgia football is big. So you got you got to you got to realize if you're named after a town that doesn't exist anymore, that's really bad news. And uh, you know, yeah, you, you might play at a coliseum in Los Angeles, but if you play in whatever that other Looney Tunes, speaking of cartoons, flattened out spaceship disc up there in Pasadena, named after flowers, 
Uh, yeah, so I, I don't. Sorry, I don't mean skipping all around here. There's just there's a lot of weird, mediocre football craziness going on. But I think uh, Jimbo Fisherman is uh, twenty went into that game against Miami twenty four, and then saw what happened and boom. Uh, and then they're like, oh yeah, you're probably because you won against Miami, you're gonna bump up to twenty three. I mean, you know, I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, you know, uh, if App State. Had to, uh, do a Hail Mary, like the, the luckiest Hail Mary. You know, usually it's a Hail Mary. You know, somebody jumps up, they catch the ball over the other people, you know, the, the, the D backs and all that stuff like that. But this one was a deflection. The, the D bags. No, the, the oh. D backs. Will you listen to my oh, words? I thought you were Tommy. calling them douchebags. Okay. You're yeah. you, you, you putting words in my mouth. And, you know, but he, he caught the, the, uh, deflected right into the receiver's hands, the, the quick little curl into the end zone. And then, oh, oh, Jimbo Fisher, you know, he's like, well, uh, you, uh, it's Miami. I need to do something. I got to redeem myself. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to win any other games that'll redeem myself. So I got to get this one. And that's what Jimbo did. That's what he went out there and won. He, he beat Miami with their, with their first year head coach. You know, uh, I still don't understand why Miami was, uh, ranked that high. Does he, can, can, can people explain that one to me? Uh, I mean, you know why they're high, because they got Super Mario as their head coach. And everybody thinks that he's going to bring the U back, but everybody thinks also that they're going to bring Nebraska back. And they just got to realize that some of these programs are very, very dead. Uh, and it's going to take more than just a head coach hire to fix them. Look, a lot of teams have been, uh, they've been building programs for a while and everybody knows how Texas A&M got their players. Uh, you can, you can look that one up. Uh, but look, when, when Texas A&M comes to town, Jimbo's going to bring his gigantic playbook and he's going to use exactly four plays out of that 5,000 page playbook. And he's going to make this game as long, arduous and boring as possible. But what the man does is he puts a spell on the opposing head coach. And he, and he forces them to kick nothing but field goals. This is how Jimbo wins games. You keep the score low. You use none of your plays. You put in bad quarterbacks. And you trick the other team into thinking you can't score. Yeah, yeah, I think you're, I think you're not giving credit to where credit is due. You ever seen Texas A&M's pregame with the guy in the overalls? He's got some hay stick in his mouth. Keeps slapping his knee to only stories that would have been entertaining back in like 1912. Yeah, the covered wagon broke down, and I had to go grab a snake and uh, throw it in a tree, whatever that means. And then bad luck happened, and this team comes in from Miami, which we never heard of. They have to pretend like they're in the old time, this guy. And everyone's like, oh, you have to be here to experience this garbage. Stop it with these stupid traditions. Get out of here with you. You're ruining the experience. Like I said before, this you were the Flintstone. You were the kid that listened to Flintstones and, and, and peed in a cup and uh, threw it in the river instead of being a grown man and peeing on a tree. But, uh, yeah, they, I think they still – anyway, I'm not uh, – Texas is great. It's just these d- dummies that try to, like – it's like going to, like – where you go to, like, a Virginia city and you go in, like, yeah, this is how they made clay pots after they, uh, you know, slaughtered the villages. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, – but speaking of uh, bygone programs, Nebraska, we picked – uh, Ricardo, uh, he said Mickey Joseph is going to run all over Oklahoma. And I was like, well, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I was the only one that was all in on Mickey Joseph doing, uh, something good up there. Now that they got the, the now that the permafrost has been removed. It, 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 I mean, yo, it's his first game. 
I, I, that's all I'm saying. It's his first day game as the interim head coach. You know, and, 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 I mean, I, I think he did uh, horrible, but, you know, I mean, he, he gave it this all. He took full blame, like, you know, like a Nebraska coach does. He takes full blame because it's all his fault, just like it was when Frost was dead. It was all his fault. And, and, and but, you know, I mean, you know, Oklahoma got some good practice. I mean, you know, they got some good practice going against a team with uh, um, players that, you know, may have in, at some point thought of putting up a fight. You know, I mean – Hey, they scored fourteen points. I mean, they. I mean, I yeah, think yeah. that was bad. They, they lost scored the fourteen points, like you said, uh, but they also yeah. gave up forty nine points unanswered between those fourteen points. So, you know, great job. Uh, seven touchdowns uh, without you scoring a, a, a field goal or even even touching anything uh, on your side of the field. So, uh, excellent work, Mickey Joseph. You're off to a wonderful start. Uh, good thing for you is that the you know the hard part's over. You already got blown out at home. You disappointed everyone. No one has faith in you. Uh, you can only go up from here. So, <laughs> I, I think Ricardo, you you're, you you got to stay positive. Don't give up on Mickey Joseph. He's <laughs> he's still your man. He's gonna. Uh, probably lose a lot of games, but there's going to be a moment, a moment in practice where somebody is uh, positively affected by this guy. And that should be his legacy. Uh, some nice words to a uh, sophomore backup uh, about try harder kid. Uh, don't worry. We're not going to replace you with a transfer, uh, you know, from a better school that can run faster. Uh, you you just hang in there uh, and, and, you know, study hard. That's going to be Mickey Joseph's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait it out. That's what they were told. All these transfers are coming in. They say, don't worry. Coach is too busy playing uh, PlayStation golf in the golf facility uh, with his buddies. And the golf coaches are like, what's going on here? That's the exact accusations that came out. That's alleged. But uh, we talked about last time that uh, there's a famous coach that likes to hang out in disguise at other programs, especially Nebraska. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but he was in disguise as a commentator on the sideline there for Fox. Uh, that, yeah, then, and, and that was, uh, the, it wasn't a good uh, disguise, you know, Tommy. It wasn't yeah. a good disguise. Well, he it sounded like he knew what he's talking about. I call that a disguise. You know, he drove his, uh, the urban chop house Wienermobile, uh, to all the way down from Colombo, uh, that, uh, well, that's a, what, that's a city in Sri Lanka, whatever, Columbus, uh, which I don't think you could say anymore. But, uh, they, so he drove this thing down there and he's like, I mean, they might as well just said, hey, stay here, you know, and maybe he is. Maybe you, uh, you got to check all the janitors and stuff like that if you're Mickey Joseph. Hey, all, all I know is that, you know, if if for some reason Nebraska is desperate enough to pick up Urban Meyer, I mean, uh, uh, just 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 make sure somebody's always around the kickers, you know, making sure they're safe from him. Because I don't like, I you know, uh, the kickers are precious. They're just the precious things, and you don't want your kicker being kicked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it ain't right. It ain't no, right, Tommy. It ain't right. Precious, like the the, the character. No, they're not that big. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you know, and, and, uh, I've never seen a kicker as big as Precious, but that's a, that's a completely yeah, different yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on. What, what's yeah. what's another what's another game there, Anthony? What's another game you want to highlight here? Uh, we don't want to. We, we've been kind of running long in some of these uh, long in the tooth. Let, let's 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 uh, let's scale this down and let's get into the uh, the meat and potatoes of this thing. Yeah, I'll get to the meat and potatoes. Uh, but look, uh, one one last comment about uh, about all Nebraska and how things are going for them. Uh, Georgia Southern yesterday uh, manages to uh, get uh, beaten by 
uh, I, I'm not sure. I think it was aliens uh, from outer space um, who were about six feet tall and weighed about nine pounds. Uh, and and that's uh, that was their, their team. And then uh, our friends at Northwestern also took an L. Uh, and and these are these are just Nebraska's. Uh, you know, these are just teams that beat Nebraska. So if you if, you know the curse is uh, on Oklahoma now, uh, because obviously if you beat Nebraska, you're in for uh, a huge letdown the following week. So uh, good luck to you, Oklahoma. Uh, but I want to talk about another uh, guy who's going to be soon playing a lot of PlayStation golf uh, with Scott Frost, and that's going to be uh, Mr. Brian Harson uh, representing the uh, the Auburn Tigers, who went into Jordan Hare and got lit up by Penn State. How does a team get lit up by Penn State? Uh, this is all I all I want to do is is pose this question: How how well, does a team get destroyed by Penn State? Well, see, what happened was, and this is, if you really think about it, you, 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 you don't stop them from doing things. See, that's what happened. And see, the DBs, they, they, they didn't know how to stop passes from being caught. That's the main, that's the thing that they didn't understand the Auburn DBs. Cause, you know, I mean, he only, uh, they only threw for 178 yards, but still, you know, he just bam, you know, hey, I caught the ball, I caught the ball, I caught the ball. But and then you get run, 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 and then you just destroy. That's that's basically what happens. You 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 sell you sell out. You think you hey, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna win this uh you know this whole thing, uh, and then you don't. And, and that's yeah. basically what happened. You think uh, they're having uh, a buyer's or seller's remorse because you know they picked up an LSU quarterback, but they gave theirs away to Oregon. And you saw what happened there up, up there. Hey, do uh, not you don't you bring up them those dirty ducks. I don't want to talk about it. It made me it made me sad. I was upset. I had uh palpitations in my heart and, and you know and and you know uh also the other thing was uh, I'm, I'm gonna go back to Auburn because Auburn also had four turnovers. You know, uh yardage and stuff was pretty even except for that whole four turnovers. You you can't do that and win a game. I mean, you can ask yeah. Joe Burrow about that. You 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 can't do that and win the game, even though uh, you know they almost did uh, the uh, Bengals. I mean, that's the NFL. But I'm just four saying, turn, you can't four do turnovers it. and you give up 245 yards on the ground. That's exactly. excellent. That, that's excellent work there. I, I would say that's got to be uh, uh, partly uh, on this head coach. Uh, you know, you can't blame TJ Finley for everything. I know that they try. They, they try hard. TJ Finley obviously is the curse. It's definitely not Brian Harson. Uh, he's, he's doing the best he can. You all you got to do is watch his, uh, inspirational, uh, videos and quotes that he puts all over the locker room about what it means to play hard. Uh, and then your team goes out there and gets uh, destroyed and turns the ball over like it's, uh, you know, uh, a beehive or something. And, and that's is all that Auburn has to show uh, but Penn State fans actually went down to Auburn and did a little SEC chant uh, just to, to mock uh, what used to be a great conference that is now a doormat so Penn State cheers to you and, and all of your stupid fans uh, who don't know what conference they're in they're in the Big Ten people you don't chant SEC your Big Ten is supposed to mean something have some self-respect that's what I'm saying have some self-respect because I mean it's just horrible just horrible. But I won't, I won't talk about the other big upset. The other big upset, uh, uh, I won't talk about the Michigan State spotting skin beat by the Huskies. Come on now. 
uh, uh, Spartans. You got beat by a dog. You're, you're a big old strong Spartan warrior and, and, and some, some people that, uh, uh, some animals that are used to pull sleds whooped you, whooped you 39 to 28. I mean, they ran all over them. I mean, they, they, uh, they actually threw all over him. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Ricardo, uh, do you know the Washington, uh, quarterback's name? I can't figure out how to pronounce it correctly. Oh, Mr. Uh, oh, you talking about old Penix Jr. How, uh, how do you oh, say yeah. it? Penix. Oh, yeah. Penix yeah, there Jr. You go. Penix. Yeah, yeah, the, the Phoenix uh, was huge yesterday uh, and threw for 397 yards and four scores. Now, I don't think anyone's seen a Phoenix quite this huge in their life. Uh, so that's, that's uh, you know, the Huskies, I got a secret weapon. Everybody needs to wear some protection out there because this guy's coming for you and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be real ugly. Oh, you got to look out for the Phoenix. I mean, and, 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 and they, uh, was it? Michigan State, what they only rushed for forty-two yards, forty-two yards. That is just, uh, and uh, it's just horrible. I mean, every aspect of it is just horrible. They, uh, it's almost like they tried not to play. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I feel like you made uh, it sound too yeah. good. I mean, they averaged one yard a carry yesterday. Exactly. Exactly. Three feet. Three feet of carry. Yeah, they, they went the only Washington school that's trying to put on a clinic, right? Washington State beats up a Colorado State 38-7. to I would think a lot of these Pac-12 teams are saying, okay, UCLA, you think you're the beast knees uh, riding on the coattails of the Trojan horse going in there to the Big Ten coming up soon. And they're saying, we've got something else. Like Oregon said, we got a statement. We're going to knock off number 12, BYU. Your fans stormed the field. We're going to put a stop to you. But then Washington fans stormed the field at Michigan State. Stop the storming of the field stuff. This is, you're going to jinx your team. You need to learn how to be a real fan. I don't care if you put body paint on or whatever's going on in your mind. Uh, just stop this stuff. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but that bothered me. I want to I want to say something that, uh, a couple things here before we wrap this up. Uh, they, um a lot of people are going to be talking about the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the offsides penalty and the Notre Dame cow game. We thought cows come to town. Notre Dame beware. No, uh, a lot of cow fans are saying the officials called this bad call. Uh, but, uh, speaking of bad calls, there was a quarterback on the sideline that was having to deal with some bad calls all the game long. If you guys know what I'm talking about, what'd you guys think about that one there, pals? I mean, there's a lot of people on Notre Dame's side, and, and obviously, uh, between the referees and, and then the offensive coordinator, uh, basically telling Drew Pine to go take a, a long hike, uh, you know, Notre Dame, uh, snuck out with a win over the Cal Bears, uh, which is about as impressive as beating the Colorado Buffaloes these days. Yeah, uh, so, you know, so good, good job out there. Good job, Notre Dame. Way to not lose every single game you play. Yeah. Why are they still using those old phones? I mean, I'm telling you, the reference, you can watch the Notre Dame game, your quarterback, Pine, uh, he wasn't riding the Pine because he was too busy uh, to, uh, playing quarterback, and then when he wasn't, he's on this phone, this old-style phone that's got a connection to the booth, which offensive coordinator, what Andy's saying, is just he's shouting and screaming, who knows what? What are you telling a quarterback that you haven't told him in practice? Well, all of a sudden, you're going to be like, hey, play better, start screaming at him. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I, I need to play better. Get out of here with this garbage. Get out of here with these phones. Do, do what the other teams do. But get some poster board and an art major. And get up there and draw draw some Looney Tune characters 
with a bucket or something like that, like saying you're going to end up in the bucket, pal, if you don't fix this stuff. We're going to bring an uh, injured court. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, all right, let's wrap this up. You guys uh, impressed that uh, Bowling Green uh, eked out a, 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 a beat Marshall, speaking of Notre Dame, they lost to 34-31. That's probably not worth mentioning beyond that. Uh, yeah, d- 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 you saw in the only uh, the only college team to play in a dome, uh, Syracuse. Syracuse uh, played Purdue. Purdue decides to throw a pass to one of the Syracuse guys. That basically sums up the whole game. Uh, d- and then, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Dude, the game. I want to. I, I want to end off as we do yeah. lots of times with uh, uh, these uh, college recaps. Iowa finally. Realize how offense works, and I I am happy. I mean, I I I'm I'm ecstatic that they understood that you have to have offense to win a game instead of you know winning by safeties. And 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 uh, they, and they whooped up on Nevada, who got whooped up on last week. Uh, but but they, hey, they had 337 yards of offense, which is much better than which is what almost as much as they've had the last two games combined. Uh. Uh, but they held the defense. They held the defense. Held the bottle to 151 yards. Yo, know, uh, you know, I'm proud of them. That's what I'm saying. I'm just proud of Iowa for 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 finally figuring out how offense works. What do y'all think? Yeah, it only took him seven hours uh, because they'll, they, you know, he scored too many points. Uh, and Iowa shocked the world. They actually shocked the planet. And yeah, the game was delayed did, three yeah. times by lightning, and it finished at 1:40 in the morning. There were nobody there except about 17 people yeah. who were wearing some kind of like lightning resistant uh, outerwear. Uh, they, they looked like uh, they were fighting along with those aliens that showed up to that other game. Uh, and that was, you know, the end of it all. Uh, but one thing that happened last night uh, is that Kirk Ferris discovered how to use an iPhone. Uh, you know, the guy was sitting in the locker room yeah. uh, at 1130 at night and somebody showed him how to play solitaire on an iPhone. So Kirk Ferentz, way to step it up, join the 21st century. Really proud of you. And also you scored more than 20 points. Great night in Iowa history. Yeah. And you didn't have to ride a motorcycle into town like uh, the, uh, the Missouri state coach came in without a co-ed on his bike and uh, thought he was going to show who was who in Arkansas. In Arkansas, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go easy on you. And they go in the fourth quarter, and they said, guess what? We're going to play football now. Uh, now that this guy is talking to his assistant on the side, uh, about to, uh, he's buying up Post-it notes to put in lockers. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, I think a lot of you guys that follow sports know what I'm talking about with that one. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, though, that road rash is healed up quite nice on that dude's face. So Bobby Petrino, uh, you know, cheers to whoever's doing that little work for you. I couldn't even tell that you fell off a motorcycle with a co-ed. Would, yeah, yeah, but but he, he fell off the he fell off a stadium and, and laid an egg in that game there, pal. Go, yeah, what you take your, your team Back to Southwest Missouri, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's uh, Carter, Let's wrap this up here. Hey, all I want to say is that if Bobby Petrino wins, it makes the world a worse place. And that's the, end of the game. Thanks for clicking. You tuned in the time in with me, Ricardo Lungus. With me is Anthony North, Tommy Crenshaw, TTFN. <laughs>